the JSM podcast. We desire to see everyone living in a healthy relationship with the Lord and with each other. Um, welcome to, this is actually pre-recorded, but it's going to be our first podcast of 2023. Yay. Um, we're just here to talk about um, walking into um, a new year. I'm here with Cassandra. My name is Joanna. Um, and um, this year normally at the beginning of every year I'm super excited just like pray for my word for next year and um and run like full speed ahead into the next year this year i'm like nope i don't think i want a word i don't think i want anything the last two years have been um i i, I undergo um a fair amount of consistent warfare but i think the last two years have kind of beat me up <laughs> more than more than typical so this year i'm like i don't think i want a word i don't think i want anything i think i'm resigning i'm like i'm out of the club like this was fun um so coming into this year i'm kind of like i feel like i'm tiptoeing and it's weird because most people um would think um you know some of the other years but i'm like no leading into this year because I don't think, and we've talked about this previously, but I don't think we talk enough about when you really choose to partner with the Lord in every area of your life and pursue him into greater depths, um, how difficult that actually life becomes. It can get really fierce. Yes. And we look in scripture and we see that um, story after story as we look at Joseph, as we look at David. Um, as we look at Daniel, the things and the hurdles that they had to overcome and the opposition in their decision um, to really give their lives completely. You know, these were people that gave everything over to the Lord and their pursuit of what he wanted. We look in the New Testament, we see Paul, we see Peter um, and the decisions um were not easy and consistently I feel like we're tested by the enemy. Um, cause you know, we, we talk about and we, that God doesn't test us. He'll look at our heart, ask questions, um, places in our lives. We'll get challenged through conversation, but it's the enemy that really comes along and goes, do you really believe him? Are you really going to oh, stand in this? Yeah. Are you really going to pursue this? Are you, you know, and we don't realize, um, that the deeper we go with the Lord, the more the enemy tries to deter us. And because the, you know, as you grow in your faith, it encourages everybody else around you to do the same. So really in the essence of war, you're more of a threat. Um, and so it's like sitting here walking into this next year, this last year was really hard. Um, just a lot of the personal battles and things that our family faced this year were really difficult and took the wind out of us um, over and over again. Um, and so it's kind of like going into 2023, I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I want a word. I don't think I want to know anything. Because the word I got for the beginning of this year went the direction I feared that it would when I got it that I was like, I'm afraid this is going to mean this. And that is exactly what happened. I'm like, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> like, it turned out to be exactly like I thought it would. And, and so sitting here at the end of the year, I feel like I'm like crawling to the end. Um, and 
the other day you and I were talking and I was sharing, I was like, yeah, that great planner I made like <laughs> lasted a couple months and then everything blew up and it's just been like crawling ever since. And so it's like, ah, just the frustration. Um, and for me, I like goals, but I'm not, those who know me well, I'm not consumed by perfection or things like that. I just like, I'm competitive is probably the better word. I don't like getting my behind kicked. And so, um, so I think more this year ending in frustration, I think with the amount of warfare and the things that we had to endure and the things we walked through, there's like a frustration. I'm trying to find my competitive streak to rise up and go, but you're not taking me out next year. Right now I'm like, no, you can win. You can have it. I'm tired. I'm just going to stay here for a little while. going to be right here. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm just like, I'm just like, I think I'm just going to stay on the ground because next time if you trip me, it's not that far down. Like, um, and I share all this because I don't think many of us get to hear the, the reality of somebody who decides to walk closely with the Lord and decides to pursue him with all of them. We think like, gosh, you have such this great walk with the Lord. And it's like, yeah, I get my behind kick to get here, you know, um, because there is such a battle um, and we see it throughout scripture. I mean, that's the thing I was starting out talking about. I mean, we see this one people, you know, they think the Christian life is supposed to look perfect. And the beauty in walking closely with the Lord is the relationship you get to experience with him. But it's not that everything always falls perfectly into place. It's not that everything is exactly just so. It's not like that at all. The beauty is when you fall into God's design, there's joy and there's peace and there's life. And so it's like I sit here and I'm like, yes, I'm exhausted, but I have those who are around me enough know that there is peace and life that's still in me. It's not like you walk up to me, you're like, wow, she's dark. Like <laughs> life's really taken a lot out of her. Um, you don't sense that. And I know that. Um, and it's the decision to continually get up and pursue the Lord and to pursue the vision or the things that have been placed within my heart that he has put there to make that decision over and over again to partner with him in those things. And oddly, what it does is it makes that decision more sweet and pure and, um, and beautiful because there has been opposition against it. And so there's much of times when I have to stop and go, Lord, I need you to renew this vision. I need you to renew the things that you're doing or the things that you're saying, because I can't see them anymore. I, all of the stuff that has happened, all the stuff that's gone on around me, I can't see all the, the heart the beauty. Because if I were to go forward in those moments, which a lot of people do because they feel that they just have to be obedient. And God's like, but I'm about your heart. I'm about you. I'm not just about your obedience and you're in a bad mood and you're mean and you're unkind. You know, like the Lord's like, I'm not about that. I'm about you and your process and in the closeness with you. And so sitting in this spot, I know for me, walking into the new year, I am excited because I was telling my husband last night, I said, I do like new, you know, like the, just yeah. the word new. I'm like, okay, new year, new start, new, you know, I said, that part sounds nice. You know, I told him last night, I said, I like having the holidays over and like being able to just focus on like 
new. I just like the word, I think, right now. I'm all, I like new. Um, and so that part stirs me with excitement. I'm like, yes, it's it's the start, a clean piece of paper, a new thing. I'm like, okay, I like that. I'm going with that. I think that's all that I'm holding on to right now is really, <laughs> it's just that word new. I'm like, yes, new. It's great because right now I'm pretty battered. <laughs> so, um, so taking all of that, well, I want to give you your opportunity to share about your year and how you feel about walking into a new year. Well, um, my year was a little rough as well, um, but um, <laughs> I noticed the other day, you know, after 2020, so many people said, you know, looking forward to 2021, it's going to be great. And then 2021 wasn't that great for a lot of people. And so they said the same thing about 2022 and um, I, I have noticed that I've not seen a whole lot on social media <laughs> of the memes about, you know, looking forward to 2023. I think that there is a lot of um, spiritual warfare all over the world and um, that it's creating an atmosphere of stress maybe or maybe not stress, but pressure. And um, of course, that doesn't negate the individual attacks. But I think we are just tired. And we need new. Yeah. Well, and as you share um, what you're sharing, it makes me think of um, I look back and would read different things and sense different things, um, from the Lord throughout the last couple of years. Um, and I sound really bad, but I feel like the last couple of years went in a lot of different ways, how I sensed, because sometimes God's way of doing things. And we say this, but I don't think we truly live it and believe it. Don't look like how we think things should look. Oh, and absolutely. a lot of times we quit because, because of that. And we don't realize the process of reformation and transformation really that God is doing um, within the church, within people, um, within the world, like in a lot of different ways. And it doesn't look how we think. So we feel like he's left. We feel like it's the end. I mean, I hear all these things that people are saying now, and I'm just like, no. And this is when I always bring up the stance of being a parent. When you see your child in a difficult season or a difficult spot, um, there's a lot there's a lot of wrestling of their heart and mind and their process. Um, when you see right now, my mind comes to you know when your child's growing in pride and quote unquote independence to the point that you're like, whoa, pull back, you're a little it's a little dangerous. Um, and so the process that sometimes you have to go through to correct and to bring them back to the space is often very difficult because there's like a kicking and a screaming that happens sure, because it's not fun. <laughs> no, it's not fun. And I, and I, before all of this had been talking so much about reformation and I feel like that's the process that we're in. There's such, there has been such a stripping away, um, of a lot of things that don't belong. Um, 
in in a lot of different people's spaces. And there's been a huge shifting, a huge change um, that we're standing right in the middle of. And so in that, when I look out at the world, <clears throat> I haven't been fearful. Other people have been. I haven't. I'm like, no, I sense God's hand is all over that. Like I do. My own life, I don't know where he went. <laughs> Maybe he's really busy in other spaces. Um, and so I think a lot of people have looked out and they're like, this looks horrible. But it's interesting because I feel like when you slow down and you spend time in prayer and you hear his whispers, you see that he's all over everything. It's just we think, and it makes me think of when Jesus came, you know, they thought when the king came, he was going to come and take his position and yes, do all these things. Like a military king. Yes. And then when he came, it was like, whoa, hold on. You didn't come in the package we thought. You're not doing the things we thought. But then you look back and you see the ripple effect of the transformation of what happened. And so I feel like right now what's happening is the same. We're expecting all of these things. And then we're like, wait a minute, hold on, what's happening? And we're missing, I think, so often the lesson and the things that God's teaching in the process mm -hmm. for us to understand about who he is and the way that he does things. And so, and I'm not going to go into detail because I really don't want to argue with anybody about anything. But overall, I just want to say that I encourage people to slow down more and not lean on their own understanding when it comes to the things that they're seeing. But to lean into his understanding about what's happening within your space and your world and the world around you so you can partner with the things that he's doing. But I can tell you right now, he's not a God of fear. I'm not giving you a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. And when we are consumed with fear, we are not consumed in the space that he desires for us to be. So if you're looking out at the world and you're fearful, that's not him. When you look out the world and you see power and love because you can sense his movement, then you know you're in alignment with whatever he's doing. So saying all that. So when it comes to our lives partnering in that, I think the enemy is more on attack of individual people to prevent them in partnering whatever God's doing. And then the other half are just sitting afraid and they don't want to do anything. And God's calling us up and out to do lots of things. And as we've talked about often through this podcast, that it's about honing into the space and being intentional about where God has placed each one of us to pursue and live out the purposes that he has for us. And, and so I know in my own life, what my assignment is, the things that he's called me to do. And I can tell you right now, the path has not looked anything like I thought it would. <laughs> and there's been way more bombs going off and just warfare than I ever anticipated and getting hit in places that I never thought I would get hit in. But then I also sit here and I and I've seen God's movement even in the midst of all of these things as I've prayed. And I think a lot of people, they miss that part. They get consumed with the fear. They get consumed with the, what they see. They get consumed with all the visuals and they don't slow down enough to ask, God, what are you doing here? What are you going to make of this mess? What are you going to transform through this moment? Like what's happening? What am I not seeing and asking for his, uh, to, for him to give understanding. And so as we pursue him more, we gain more of that. We gain more clarity of seeing God in the middle of the process. Cause scripture says he works all things together for good. It doesn't mean all things are good. 
Um, I always add that to everybody because people are like, God, we're salty and Sierra. I said, but it doesn't mean all things are good. Right. And it doesn't mean that the pain isn't there, that the struggle isn't there, that the process isn't difficult or things like that. The important thing is for us to not be consumed by wherever we find ourselves standing and the way you, you, you don't find yourself consumed is by pursuing his heart and his face and coming like we've been talking about with David and honesty about where you are. And you know, more than anybody, how real I am. I'm not, I'm not one that sits around as like, you know, crazy toxic positivity about everything. Like I'm very real about my process and my struggle. And you know, more than anybody, how many times I've resigned in this process. I'm like, okay, Lord, here's my resignation. Yeah. And he's a few times. (laughs) He slides it back across the table and it's like, you'll be back. And I'm like, no, I won't. This time I'm done. Like, I don't think you understand. I'm finished. This is hard, you know? Um, and it just slides that resignation back. And so I say all this to encourage people that like, if you're in your process, and I think I am going to touch on, cause I think this applies to this moment. Um, cause it was going to be our next statement, but it's just so resonating. You know, the, it, there's no verse on this. So I want everybody to know that. And I did read where people are trying to use it, but God does not give you more than you can handle. And I'm like, that's a joke. Cause it's not true. One, it's not scriptural. I just want everybody to know that. I read it's based on 1 Corinthians 10, 13. I think it is when Paul talks about no temptation um, for man will overcome or whatever, which really, okay, if that's what they're saying, that has nothing to do with God will not give you more than you can handle. Like, no, it's not true. Um, God does give you more than you can handle. And it is really hard and it's difficult and it's not easy because this life is broken. I always remind people we were created for perfection. We were created to live in the garden, in connection with the Lord. And this life is hard because many of us find ourselves, we're staring right in the face, the difficulty of life and that it's broken and that it's not easy. And we blame the Lord for everything. We feel like everything's his fault. You know, God brought this, God brought that, God brought this. God did not. God created us to live in wholeness. And many of us find ourselves in a spot where I think we are looking forward to new, just like I am to something new happening because everything has been painful. It's hurt in a lot of ways. It has not been easy. It's been so difficult. And the idea of something new sounds great right now because it's just like, gosh, this has been hard. And, And some of us find ourselves living in the aftermath of our own mistakes or the mistakes of others or that life is just broken that's impacting us. And I think I come today with just a word of encouragement that God is doing something new in your life, in your process, that he wants to transform whatever space that you find yourself standing on, that he does not want you to find yourself in a spot where you're consumed, consumed. I just picture standing in a spot, one single person being consumed with flames, like just being overtaken by themselves. And God does not desire that for us. He desires for us to find ourselves in a space of feeling connected to him and those around us. And many of us find ourselves feeling the opposite. We feel alone. We feel desolate. We feel like nobody's there. And and then we find ourselves wanting to quit. The amount of people I think that have just... Um, you know, they're still breathing, but they're really not living. They're not truly living Mm. and experiencing 
all that God has. Cause sometimes, yeah, as we step out, there's attack. We back, we back up right quick into our house. We're like, I ain't leaving. I'm staying right in my home. I'm not going out. This is difficult stuff. You know, we want to retreat, which is to be expected. Um, but I want to speak life into those that find themselves in a spot where they feel like they've retreated and they're not sure whether to open the door again and to step out and, and to go forward. Um, find community because that is what is sustaining is when we find community with the Lord and with other people that are pursuing life as well, that are going to bring encouragement, not toxic positivity or Christianese junk, but truly people that are living out their walks with the Lord connected with him and that are raw and honest and real. And those are the people to connect with. Those are the people to do life with. Those are the people that you find the encouragement to be able to go forward and realize that life is more than many of us can handle. It is very difficult and we do need other people and we do need help because the idea that God doesn't give you any more than you can handle is this idea that I can just do everything on my own and I need nobody. And that's not true. We do need other people. We do need connection. We do need the Lord. We do need all of these things. And so it's important for us to fill our space and our life with these things. And um, and probably another time I'll take apart um, the part in Corinthians that they're actually talking about, because I've heard that verse used in other spaces. I did not realize until today it was connected to this Christianese statement that everybody uses all the time. I was like, how did they get that from that? Oh, that was yeah. a leap. Yeah. Um, Because they're two totally different things, how usually they're used. So if you find yourself in a spot where you feel like, yeah, this is more than I can handle, it's okay to sit down and take a break. Yeah. It's okay to rest. It's okay to pause. It's okay to um, restore, you know, your batteries and things like that. So you can step out into a space um, where you feel more life-giving and you don't feel as worn out. And so I want to give you an opportunity to say something, if you have anything to say. Yeah. Um, as far as connecting with other people, I just want to, um, to encourage those who, who might be hesitant to do that. Um, the enemy loves to isolate us, uh, because he knows that we do need connection. And you were talking about connecting with the right people. Um, and so it, it, may not be an easy process either finding your right um, support system but we shouldn't give up just just keep trying and keep your boundaries (laughs) but um, be willing to to find someone who will listen and will understand and uh, somebody you can help too yeah oh yeah it's it's a team effort yes it very much goes back and forth um, when it comes to friendship in that process. And so, so when I finish here, so I encourage each one of you, like we said, go out, find community, realize that sometimes life is more than we can handle and that it's okay for us to reach out to the Lord, to reach out to each other. It's not like God's just sitting back playing a video game and we're the, you know, the little person in the game. Right. And we're just supposed to overcome all this stuff and be fine. That's not how this works. <laughs> um, and then the other thing, even though I, even though I'm resistant to it, 
Pray and ask the Lord for direction for this next year and ask him to give you understanding for the year that you just finished. Um, so you can step out into the year with an idea of where you're going. And that's where the scripture talks about with vision, the, without vision, the people perish. Um, without meaning, having direction, purpose, intention behind what we're doing, we do struggle. And we were created for vision and purpose and we were created. And that's something that God puts within our space. And it's, um, and I know when people are like, well, how do you find that? I'm like, it's, it's in conjunction with the things you're passionate about in his heart. And it's the two of them coming together. So it's usually not far off often from what people are doing or what they enjoy. Um, but it, now it's choosing to pour more into that and move more into that and finding out what those things are. So I hope you all have a great um, beginning of the year. Um, I hope that your New Year's was wonderful and that it was a blessed time for um, just for each one of you. And that as you step into this new year that um, I just I just had this picture of just a new outfit that God would place something new on you um, and remove the just whatever this year has left behind that those things would be left behind that you would just put on this new new clothing, this new word, this new vision, this new direction that God has for you the year ahead. And so we're thankful for each one of you. Um, if you want to find out any more about the ministry, you can always check out the website, joannasnow.com. Um, and we'll be starting back with the Bible study too. Um, that if you haven't listened to it already, you can always go back and find the archives on um, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter as well. We're on there now too. Yes. So hope you all have a wonderful day.